Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Kalen's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my coffee talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try because I think it's the bee's knees. So with that, pour yourself a cup and let's get to it. The groove is so mysterious. We're born with it, and we lose it, and the world seems to split apart before our eyes into stupid and cool. When we get it back, the world unifies around us, and both stupid and cool fall away. I'm grateful to those who are the keepers of the groove, the babies and the grandmas who hang on to it and help us remember when we forget that any kind of dancing is better than no dancing at all. Linda Berry. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to another podcast episode for today. We are talking about getting back into our groove. Now, today's episode kind of ties off of last week's episode where I feel like you know, we were dealing with a lot of overwhelm, and now that we've basically conquered or at least faced our overwhelm, how can we actually kickstart and get ourselves back into the groove of life again? By groove, I mean, you know those times in life where you just feel like everything is kind of flowing naturally, you just feel like you're on your A-game, you're banging out your goals, you're doing your habits, and you're just feeling like very take charge in your life and like you're kind of dominating your own little world. I just, I don't know. I love that feeling. And I feel like those feelings are ones that always tend to come right after we deal with any kind of hardship. So coming out of overwhelm and coming into getting back into a groove, that's basically where I feel like my own life is at right now. So how do you tell when you've lost your groove? Well, I try and basically promote on all of my platforms, just being more mindful and 
just more conscious of the things that we're choosing and saying and doing every day. I, I mean most of the time, or at least half of the time, find myself out of touch. I think that I'm doing the right things, but a lot of the times I'm actually just worrying that I'm doing the wrong things or somehow telling or tricking myself into actually believing that I'm doing the wrong things or having some sort of doubt and then acting out of a place of fear rather than a place of mindfulness. And now I have recently discovered, I guess it's something I've always kind of known, but I guess it's been more of a focus of mine lately, that I struggle with self-doubt. And so my ways of trying to focus tends to turn into either like gun it and go until you burn out or drag your feet through it in hopes that inspiration will somehow just arrive. It isn't until I look back on things that I find that I'm actually able to fully understand where my mind was truly at during some periods or some times of my life. Not all the time, because I feel like when I am acting out of a place that is more mindful and more conscious, I don't necessarily need to look back and like question like what I was maybe thinking at that time. I feel like a lot of those times I'm like, I know what I was thinking because I was aware of it while it was happening. But a lot of the times that I find that I've lost my groove in life, I end up kind of looking back and just with a sense of curiosity, I'm always like, what was I really thinking at that time? Like, what did I think was right and what was actually right or what was actually going on and what did I think was going on, you know? I've said this before and I'll say it again. It's not the world that I have a problem trusting. It's not life. It's not, you know, the higher power. Like I believe in a lot of those things. I don't necessarily believe in a specific faith or religion. My faith just relies on the fact that I know that there is something bigger and I really like to believe in it and I've felt it before when I've done things that I guess, align with what we're here for, I guess. I don't know. That was like a really weird description of my sense or my belief of any kind of religion or any kind of higher power. But ultimately, what I'm getting at here is that whatever it is, I trust it. I just don't necessarily have as easy of a time trusting myself. I'm so afraid that my fear is somehow going to stop all of these amazing things from happening in my life. So I tend to find myself behaving or believing in things that will happen that might happen that necessarily don't ever actually end up happening, but creates these, I guess, mental mind blocks and roadblocks in my own way. And I start to basically rain on my own parade before I even allow myself to dance to it. Now, again, I know that this isn't all the time and I apologize for the amount of basically's that I just left you, but all I'm trying to get at here is that I think that when I'm acting out of fear, those are the periods of my life that I'm out of my groove. And when I get back into my groove, it's when not that I've gotten rid of my fear, but more so that I've just faced it. Because when I'm acting out of fear, in short, I end up selling myself and a lot of my best intentions short. I talk a lot about my struggles with you guys here on these podcasts specifically, or just I guess in general on all my platforms, because I truly do. I find it super therapeutic. Like, I'm always kind of afraid that it's going to translate all the time, that I'm not immensely grateful for all of the things that are in my life. And I do want to talk about those things too. Like, if you guys want me to do podcast episodes talking about Bentley for an hour, I would happily do so. But I guess at the end of the day, when I sit down and go to share with you guys, the first thing that tends to boil up is normally what I'm struggling through because I don't know, there's something about sharing online that I I guess I'm always afraid that I'm going to translate that what you are or who you are isn't exactly who and what you should be. And so I get 
a little weird when I think about the fact that there are people that follow me online and that they might translate what my message is wrong and think that I'm saying basically do as I do. It's more so just like, here's what I did and see if it works for you or just know that even if it doesn't, that you have it in you to do it something about it yourself. Even just recently, my struggle to create content, like it's just been stemming from the fact that I feel like I've been choking my creativity to death. I've lost or I had lost my groove in basically a fear of all things that could go wrong. And I had lost my spark of magic in believing that none of it would ever go right. And ultimately, I took away my ability to make them go that way. When I felt myself taking shortcuts and shrinking back into my comfort zone, that is basically how I knew I had lost my groove. So what's the most important thing to remember when you find yourself grooveless? That you're not a failure, that everyone at one time or another finds themselves feeling grooveless, that the whole world is not out there grooving without you, and that you can change the music and find a new groove. Okay. Seriously, though, you need to know that feeling grooveless is just as much a part of this human experience as falling in love, stubbing your toe, or feeling hungry. We can't fall in love with only the comforts in life and leave out all of the risks and discomforts and those moments of growth. In fact, my mantra lately has been inspiring me to push through my daily tasks. It's basically just been fall in love with the risks, not with the rewards. Another podcast, maybe for another time? That's actually a really good topic. I'm going to write that down. Basically, what I'm getting at is stop judging yourself for feeling out of touch. If you can't do it for you, then do it for another girl or another guy out there feeling grooveless and beating themselves up for not being at their best. What would you say to someone like that? If you were presented with the opportunity to give the advice to somebody who was just really down on themselves and really struggling, what would you say? Sometimes even just thinking about it for someone else can lighten the load that we tend to put on ourselves. And when we look at life that way, we stop putting all this pressure on ourselves to always know the right answer and always be perfect and to never have any sort of faults or never feel like it's okay to just be going through a weird time. Like just because you're going through a time of confusion in your life or maybe you're going through a time of feeling like a failure in your life or maybe you're just feeling uninspired, whatever it is that's leaving you feeling like you're not in a good groove, we almost feel like we aren't allowed to feel that way, so we resist that feeling. And the more that we resist the feeling, I think the longer we keep ourselves grooveless. Instead, lately I've been just trying to embrace when I do feel a little out of touch, because I also think that that comes in ebbs and flows, even just in our day. We could be having an overall really good day with a couple few little pockets of things that maybe happened that weren't the best, but we got back out of it or got back into the music easily, you know? And I think that the way to do that easier is to stop resisting when we lose the music and just be patient with ourselves and know that if we kind of just keep a steady beat, the music will come back to us. So how exactly will we get the music back to us? Well, I will let you guys know just after I leave you guys with a message from some of the Coffee Talk sponsors that brought you guys today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Okay, so how do we get back into our groove? I think the metaphor that we were using earlier of changing the music, I don't know why that flew out of my fingers. And when I say it flew out of my fingers, side note, I type out a lot of my topics before discussing them. So I don't bore the life out of my editor, Mike Kelly, as he has to edit out the constant stutterings and ums, which, hey, Mike Kelly. Um, But the metaphor is so on point and I'm just going to keep running with it. Have you ever gotten super excited about a song or like an album, a new artist, a genre of music or a playlist that you just could not stop playing it? Like every time you got into your car, you put it on. Every time you popped on your head, phones you put it on. It was just like your new beat. It was your new mood, your new groove. No matter what, it was the mood. You put it on, you listen to it any chance you got. And then have you ever found like music that you just swore like brought you to a state of euphoria? It's the kind of music that feels like it was either written for you or written even just by you, but by a different you who is like a magical artist who knows how to create beats, sounds, and music or has an amazing voice or lyrical writing capabilities. Have you ever found that music that literally just makes your eyes cry and comfort? Then have you ever like three weeks later had to avoid that music like the plague because you've literally made yourself sound sick kind of like you know car sick but instead with music which also that just flew out of my fingers and I'm equally impressed as before so sound sick is a diagnosis that I've felt ever since I remember getting like my first CDs on my CD Walkmans and playing things like Mambo number no. five until that boppy tune just literally made me want to die like I used to be so obsessed with like you know the Mambo number no. five song for in particular. But the other one I can think of is when I got my first MP3 player and I overplayed the song soundtrack to my summer. I th- Oh my God, who I need to know. I think it was Boys Like Girls soundtrack to my soundtrack of my summer or soundtrack to my summer. Either way, that song, I remember going on a family road trip and I played it the whole way for 14 hours. I still to this day cannot listen to that song without just being like, oh my God, no, turn this off. Like it's too much. I'm still sound sick. We're not always going to want to sing and dance to the same music. The formulas of our days and nights laced together that once may have brought us a lot of joy may only be like a fleeting moment in time before it's time to change up the station or I guess in 2019 terms, shuffle the Spotify. The thing is, 
that's what's kind of iconic about life is the fact that we don't always want to listen to the same music. We don't always want to hear the same song for the rest of our lives. Instead, there's constantly new music to groove to. There's constantly new sounds to, out there to basically go explore and experience. And that is what's so cool about life too, that maybe it's good that we've lost our groove. Maybe we've lost our groove, not because, you know, we forgot how to dance, but maybe because we're meant to find new music or our bodies need to dance to something different. Let yourself get inspired, try out new things, play around with some new sounds and find something new that speaks to you. Okay, so let's take this back out of metaphoric terms and in case you want more specifics. These last few weeks in particular for me, I had to ditch my routine. I talked about this a bit in last week's episode, but more specifically, I have been traveling a lot. I also went from basically being by myself 24-7 or a lot of the times during the days to having my boyfriend visit. So I had a new person here all the time and also hanging out with my roommate and also all three of us going on a trip and then going on another trip. It was just like a lot of change in my day-to-day routine. And even though I guess... I ditched my routine. It was more so like my routine ditched me because some of my routine were things that I could have done on the go, like reading my chapters in the morning or getting up earlier to meditate and do yoga. But I also made the conscious decision while on these trips and within these new just like pockets of like change and shifting in my life, I guess, that I would allow myself to just kind of go with the flow and maybe not feel like I needed to constantly follow the same formula. The thing is, the more and more out of groove I became, the harder that I was basically trying to force myself to kind of listen to the same songs. And by that, I mean, when I started to lose that sense of routine, when I became a little bit overwhelmed, I almost wanted to cling back to my routine so hard that I was not allowing myself to fully enjoy or embrace the present moment. Like I was a lot more overwhelmed over those weeks of being out of my routine than I thought I would have been. It wasn't until I basically surrendered and changed my rhythm, and by rhythm I would mean like routines and my ritual, that I actually got to re-embrace the beauty of all of the life that was happening around me rather than thinking that it needed to be controlled or to like my brain's standards. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like it was like I took that layer of expectation off of myself and so Thus, I took that layer of expectation off of my life. And instead of thinking, oh God, at this time of the day, I would normally have like three things done. It's more so like, God, at this time of the day, it's so nice to just see the sun coming through my window and to be enjoying somebody's company or to be doing some yoga or, you know, to just be going with the flow or to be on a plane or to be seeing something new. At first, I did let myself get frustrated and I apologized when I needed to because if there is one thing that I maybe or maybe you guys just don't know about me, but in general that I guess it's harder to see online is that when I do get really anxious, I am not very patient with myself. Like I get really frustrated. I get really like, I don't want to say cranky, but I would say like, I just get irritable in the sense that I am so overwhelmed that I just don't know what to do. And if the slightest inconvenience will leave me just feeling like my world is unraveling. It's something that I am coping with, learning with, to deal with. It's just one of those like side effects, I guess, of just who I am as a person when I'm not feeling like when I feel stress, when I feel any sense of stress it can spiral out of control pretty quickly and it's something that I'm aware of and I'm working on, but it's also something that I know that when it's happening, I've gotten better at noticing it and then instantly just 
telling anyone that might be around me, like, just so you know, please don't take this personally. Like, I'm just having a mini moment and then I will like separate myself or make a joke so that I can like soak back up that energy so it's not leaching out to other people. Or at least I try my best to do that. And I was trying also really hard this time around to be more patient. And each time I noticed myself getting a little, you know, tense and agitated instead, or even after, if I let that agitation out in any way, I would still be like, you know what? You're doing a good job, okay? We're outside of our routine. And not only that, we're having the best time ever. Like, let's take a moment to breathe and not have so much crazy hecticness going on inside of our minds. When I say we, me, and our, by the way, that is like literally the pep talk that I would be having with myself inside of my head. So if you also have those internal pep talks, know that you're not crazy. I do it too. The best part about dealing with overwhelm these last few weeks, alongside dealing with a lot of really good and happy things going on these last few weeks, is that it really kind of allowed me to hold a space for, I guess, things that triggered my anxiety more so than not, while also allowing myself to enjoy or not taint the present moment. I feel like I just kind of kept stomping my foot to the beat, if you will, and I let the music come back to me when it was ready. And along the way, without that sense of judgment, I stumbled into these like blissful moments that started to inspire me again because I wasn't expecting it all from myself. I wasn't expecting myself to think or feel like I was just over the moon and had everything under control. Instead, I embraced that I felt a little confused and a little overwhelmed and a little unsure of why I was so anxious being outside of my routine and knowing that I had things to be doing, but also embracing just kind of like the flow that life was taking and also seeing that this new flow was bringing in so much new information and so much new doses of just like creativity and inspiration. Instead of counting my stresses, when I found myself spiraling out of control, I tried to count my blessings and I talked out my struggles until I started to feel that buzz for life starting to kick back in. Ultimately, and we talked about this a bit before, but the main thing that I tend to struggle with when I feel out of my groove is my self-doubt. I think it's something that whenever I'm anxious or whenever I'm feeling like I'm not on my A game or like I'm letting people down, I instantly feel so much crushing weight of self-doubt and just like this ickiness that I feel like I'm not good enough. And it's not like one of those things that nobody else feels. I know that this is something that most of you guys out there can probably relate to, but it isn't until I think we actually allow ourselves to believe in ourselves that we're able to get rid of that self-doubt that's restricting us from getting back into the groove. It is so hard to dance if you're judging yourself. Have you ever just let loose like on a dance floor in your life? Like literally let the music take your muscles and move you. And it maybe dancing isn't your thing. So change this metaphor into something that works for you. But just think of anything in your life that you've lost yourself in in such a magical way. Now, I used music and dancing for the metaphor of getting back into your groove today because music is something that it speaks in its own language to me that I almost can't have a sense of judgment with it. Like when I'm listening to a good song, I just fall in love with this amazing song and my body naturally wants to move to it. Like I don't judge myself for it. I just allow myself to have fun with it. And it's during those times that I feel most happy and most connected to something else or even just to myself, you know? And so when I think about that and I try and use the lesson there in other aspects of my life, I wonder if 
all of the times that I'm not in a groove, whether it's with work, whether it's with working out, whether it's with even just falling out of a groove with like the relationships or friendships in your life or anything that you might be struggling with that's making you feel like you're doubting something in your life, that doubt is kind of what's keeping you from getting back into that groove again. That sense of judgment is what's going to stop your body from naturally flowing to the music and instead it's going to make you question what you're doing to the music. And the minute that you start questioning, you make everything just like 10 times harder, right? I think that it's okay to feel grooveless and I think that anytime we lose the music, instead of freaking out that it's not going to come back, we just need to Like I said, just keep tapping your foot to a steady beat. And by that, I would use that metaphor as like keep your discipline because that is a thing that I think is easiest to let go of when we feel like we've lost the beat. We just want to let go of everything and give up in general. But if you can keep any sense of self-discipline, just even the tiniest bit of groove, like I said, keeping the beat basically, just keeping that beat even when there is nothing to accompany it the music will come back. I do believe that discipline is one of those things that one, whether you are using it in terms of routines or in terms of keeping healthy habits when you feel like you've lost your spark or just holding on to things that make you feel just like you do have something good in your life, like counting your blessings or reading at the end of the night or anything of the sort that gives you that sense of losing yourself or your passion. That's what I think makes it easier for us to open the door and allow the music to find us again. So when we take away the self-judgment, when we take away all of that, just, you know, thinking everybody else is having so much fun dancing without us, when we stop doubting our abilities to even dance to begin with, it becomes so much easier to not only find our music, but to move to it. Now, I'm about to implement the things that I've learned and basically begin my new routines going into these next few weeks with everything that I have, I guess, learned in the last few. It's weird because I know that we have kind of been touching base these last few weeks via videos and stuff, but I know that I haven't been able to really sit down and like dive deep with you guys like this in a while, and it feels really good because it's fitting nicely into my routine today and I'm feeling like I'm getting back ahead of schedule and ultimately my music just feels like it's coming back and it's also a bit of a different tune but I'm really digging it I have to say. I'm not even necessarily more inspired than I've been in the past but right now I feel like I'm far more excited by the risks that I'm taking and the work that I'm doing and the focus in on it rather than the rewards and embracing the balance of the beat along the way. So if you guys are out there and you feel like you've lost your groove, just lean into it, surrender, and allow new music to come and find you. Or if we're switching this back out of musical metaphors, then just keep the discipline of your beat and allow the new rhythm to come to you. That was was still in a musical metaphor. Basically what I'm saying is just keep doing your thing, find something to anchor your focus, and stop being so hard on yourself. And I'm telling you, suddenly you'll be dancing to the music all over again. Not to mention spring is right around the corners, so it's inevitable that we're all gonna feel a little bit more sparkly than usual in due time. So with that, I hope you guys enjoyed today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. Like I said, it felt so nice to be able to just kind of sit down and dive deep with you guys again. If you guys want to basically be in the next episode, just make sure you're following either on Twitter and Instagram because I'm going to be releasing the next topic and allowing a lot of you guys to send in more specific questions for the second half of the episode. It's this new thing we did in last week's overwhelm episode and I really I really liked it so make sure you guys just check in on there if you guys want to get in your questions and aside from that I will talk to all of you guys then and there bye guys today's episode is brought to you by Angie 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.